Literally. We're going to make it do what it do. Hello and good evening, everyone. My name is Tawanda, and I am your host for the call tonight. This is a nightly call for Real Girlfriends Across America. We are a company that has a platform that is dedicated to building friendships amongst women across the globe. We do this call nightly, and we talk about topics that can feed your mind, your body, your soul, and your bank account. You can find us in social media on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America, on Instagram at Real Girlfriends, the number seven, and our website is realgirlfriends.org. And tonight, this is part two of talking about women in business, female entrepreneurs. And tonight, once again, we're interviewing one of our friends, one of our partners, uh, an amazing woman that's in business. She goes by the name of Corinne. Sometimes we call her C. And you're going to hear from her tonight. She's going to tell you a little bit about her story and so on and so forth. However, before we begin talking to her and diving in on that, we just kind of want to go out to the ladies that's on the call tonight, our team members, and say hello and see how everyone is doing, how your day has been, and anything that you want to share that's on your mind. Hello, ladies. How are you guys doing this evening? Hello. Hello. Share your name and how you're doing and your state and whatever else you want to share, about 30 seconds. Well, my name is Corinne, also known as C, and I'm in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Anyone want to tell you how I'm feeling? Tell me how you're feeling, yes. I am anxious. Oh, anxious is good. All right, all right, all right. How about How about you, 707? Hi, Tawanda. It's me, Kat, and I'm coming from California. I'm here with my family, but I'm hi, having family. a good day. Yes, they said hi back. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm having a good day. It was very productive. I was able to, like, edit videos and then, like, um, create, like, fun stuff. And so, yeah, like, I had a wonderful day, aside from it being so hot and um, dealing with, with, like, what's really going on in in the world. But other than that, I'm having a positive mindset. Incredible, incredible. That sounds awesome. And I know we had our other part on the line. Not sure if you're on mute, if you're able to speak. Say hello. Tell us how you and the little one are doing. Hi, this is Kay. We are survivors. That's what we are. That is exactly right. We're definitely good to hear your voice. And glad that you made it on in spite of, and hey, that's what we as women do. We have a lot of stuff going on, but we still make things happen. All right, all right. So listen, ladies, we're going to have a real talk tonight. We're not sure if anyone else is going to join us, but 
when I say real talk, life is real. Things that happen every single day is real. And for three days, we're talking about females and entrepreneurship and business. And one of the things, as we get started tonight, one thing I actually read in the Washington Post was more than 22 million Americans have filed for unemployment aid since President Trump declared a national emergency. Staggering loss of jobs have wiped out a decade of employment gains and pushed families up to the line at food banks as they await government help. I want you to think about that for a second. Because COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus, it has affected everyone. And this thing has been going on since, what, mid-March, everybody? Mid-March? Yeah. Has it been mid-March? And it doesn't look like it looked like it's getting a little better. And I don't think I know things have opened back up. However, I, it kind of feels like this thing might ride out to the end of the year with just a new normal. So so many things have been affected. So many jobs have been affected. People have just really gone through a lot of different things in reference to being affected by this pandemic. Some people say this is the next Great Depression. So one of the things. Now, more than ever, you must look at considering having your own business. Now, more than ever. Just think about that for a minute. It just makes sense. Find something to do working from home, even if it's not your own business, having some type of work-from-home job. If you look on certain sites like Monster.com and Indeed, it seems like over 75% of those jobs are now work-from-home opportunities. It's just convenient. People cannot get out as they normally have before, and the world has been affected in so many different ways. So tonight, we're going to talk to Corinne about her lifestyle or her journey as a female entrepreneur. Last night, we talked to Catherine out of California, and Catherine talked about her journey on to, I was getting ready to say journey to millions, so that you just received that as we're going to speak that into your life, but we talked about her journey to becoming her own boss, some of the different things she does as a female boss, talked about some highs, some lows, some things that she's learned, and we also talked about her aspirations and some things that she's actually looking to do for the future, so Thank you, Catherine, so much for your tips last night, the information that you gave to us, and we really just appreciate you being back tonight to support your friend, your sister, and your partner, Ms. Corinne. All right, all right. Ms. Corinne, are you ready? I am. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, question number one. We're going to get started with you telling us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about who is Corinne. So um, I was born and raised in Philadelphia. Um, I am a business owner. I'm a virtual assistant. Um, my business basically helps those who are looking for um, I'm sorry, looking for employment um, on a virtual scale. So if you're looking to work from home, um, we also provide resources for those who are looking to work from home. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Now, how long have you actually been doing this? Since 2013. Sounds incredible. That Now, that is really good. So my next question is, 
what made you decide? Like, well, what what was your past career? Like, if you had a job before, what did you used to do in a job? And what made you decide you want to take the journey of entrepreneurship? Um, I've been working in call centers since I was about 19. Um, and I, I actually just got into it because I was good with um, customer service. And I felt like, you know, call centers were always looking for people. Um so I got into that industry, and I was in that industry for a while, worked at different call centers, handling different types of calls. Um, in 2013, I was in a position where I didn't have to get a traditional job. Um, so I was living off of money that I had in my savings, as well as um, the income that my um, ex-husband was receiving from unemployment. Um, so at that time, we both decided that we were going to follow our dreams. So my dream was to uh, start my own business. So that's what I did. Um, and within that first month of me starting my own business, I made $300, which encouraged me, which wasn't a lot, but it was a lot for me because I basically started from nothing and, and made that money. Um, and at the time, I had started off with Fiverr. And at that time, Fiverr was strictly $5 a gig. So I made $300 off of doing $5 gigs, which was a lot of gigs to do within a 30-day period. Um, but I was able to get it done, and it encouraged me to continue. Incredible. And, you know, one thing I, I just remembered a few weeks ago, we actually, one of our very first podcasts was talking to you about your company and the unique name that your company actually has and how you actually derived that name. So tell us a little bit about the name of your company and how you actually derived at it, the name of it. Um, so the name of my company is Building Rome, and like like you have mentioned in past um, podcasts, I went by the, the the term for a long time since I was young. Like uh, Rome was in building a day, um, so I feel like in business you're not going to be able to build your business in a day. So it takes time. You have to create it. You have to come up with a concept, build your platform up. So I felt like all of those things is you have to build up. So to me, um, building Rome was just a perfect fit. Mm. I agree. And when I saw that, I'm like, wait a minute, you took my, that's my, I literally tell somebody that every <laughs> single day. Absolutely. Okay. What do you think are three things that an entrepreneur must do to be successful? Do. They must. Okay. Uh, they must do their homework. So they want to research whatever industry. So if they wanted to, let's say, start a painting company, they should know everything about paint. They should do their research on how much um, they need, how much paint they may need to, to do a whole house, come up with your numbers. So a lot of pre-planning on coming up with your numbers, how you're going to run your business, I think that's, that's very important. Um, number two, you have to figure out what you want to do opposed to what you are capable of doing opposed to what you like to do. So you can like to do something. It could be a hobby, um, but if it doesn't make money, at the end of the day, it doesn't make sense. So you want to make sure that you're doing something, not just that you like to do, but something that can be possible to you. Um, and then I believe the third thing should be just really using your time wisely. So if you're spending, let's say, five hours a day on doing something that's not going to be counterproductive to you, then it really doesn't make sense to 
to do it or spend so much energy on something that's not going to yield you either results that you really need to start your business or to um, maintain your business, or um, you don't want to waste your time doing something that's not going to yield you any money. So I think those are the three most important things. Absolutely, absolutely. That sounds really, really good. Now, let me ask you this. We know that Rome is not built in a day. We we know that. And we also yes. know that in business, there's going to be some highs and there's going to be some lows. You talked about starting out your business, working with Fiverr, where the gigs are $5. I'm just learning about Fiverr a few years ago. But to hear that you did gigs equal to 300, that's really amazing and that's very admirable. So if you don't mind, tell us about, you're welcome, tell us about a great day that you've had in your business and and share with us a day that really was not so great. Like, ah, man, today's been a bad day. Um, A great day would consist of, you know, people, let's say if I'm dealing with staff that day, people showing up where they're supposed to be at time um, or turning in, submitting whatever it is that they need to submit on time. Um, and it being acceptable piece of work. Um, a bad day would be, <laughs> I guess, the opposite of that. But um, I guess if I was to refer to an incident where it was a bad day, was um, there was a client that I had been dealing with for, I, guess, I think he actually was my first client, actually. And maybe like, I want to say almost a year ago. And I've never, I've actually, he was the only person I ever had to give that money. Um, the whole time that I've been in business. Um, but he basically hired my company um, two months before he actually used the service, um, and he wanted us to work with somebody else, and there was miscommunication with the other person, and then he decided he wanted to just forget about it. Um, so we had already did work. So um, because I had already dealt with him before, um, I just gave him a portion of his money back. Um, but after that, I decided to cut ties with him. Um, so that was a, a bad um, experience. Wow. That's really interesting. Well, how about, has there ever been, people always say, what's your IQ? What is your I quit level? Like, have you ever in business had a time that you said, you know what, I'm done. I'm quitting. It's over with. Other than that incident, no. I usually am able to come up with a resolution or compromise or meet the person halfway. Um, with that particular person, even after um, that incident, he reached out to use my services again. But at that point, I'm like, I just had a bad taste in my mouth. So I just decided, you know, it would be best not to work together and so that's one of the benefits of having your own business, being able to tell someone, no, I'm not going to do business with you. Right. I know that everyone runs a business different. With other people that you know, or maybe some people that you follow through social media, what are some things that you actually said, you know what, I like what she's doing, I'm going to do that, or what he's doing. But also you've seen some bad practices that you said, hmm, I'll never do that in business. What are some of those things? Um, I think that when it comes to social media marketing, it's better to have your face out there to people like someone that's personable. So that's something that I know that I try to incorporate, but I need to incorporate more. Um, so that's something that 
a best practice that I, because I, I do suggest other people do it. I just haven't did it for myself. Um, and for bad practice that I see is maybe people putting hashtags that are not relevant to whatever content that they're posting um, just to get views. So I think that that's a, a bad practice. Oh, you said just to get views? Yeah, so let's say if uh, COVID-19, uh, I'm sure that that's trending now. So if I, let's mm-hmm. say, put a picture of my hamster up and I put COVID-19, that's just me trying to throw up the hashtag just so I can get views. Mhm, mhm, makes sense. Now, is that called like creative marketing? You know, like some people say, building wrong scam, and everybody's want to find out about the next scam. But in reality, they're just trying to pull someone over there. So, is that kind of what they're doing, or is that different? Well, I mean, it is a bad practice. That's one thing you shouldn't do. Just put, you know, just uh, put a uh, hashtag just because it's trending. Now, if you are, let's say. Okay, I want it like if I put scam and it's not a scam, that's misleading. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like when you put a hashtag, well, it is if you put a hashtag that is not correct or doesn't verify or, or does not match the picture or the video or whatever the content is, that's misleading and that's not a good practice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Now let me ask you this, Corinne, with the world being in shambles and so many people are unemployed and going through and looking to make additional income, would it be your advice to tell every American, hey, just start your own business. You can be secure. You can make money from home. Yes, Why why is that a good thing to do or not? Okay. So for some people, it's just not in them uh, to work for themselves or work from home. Um, it may be that they just doesn't have the attention span. It may be that they don't have the lack of focus. Um, they don't know where to start. They may just not be or have the characteristics of someone that is um, able to be self-efficient. Um, because when you work from home or work for yourself, you have to be self-efficient. You have to um, say, okay, this is what needs to be done. This is like you have to pretty much say, okay, in order for me to make money, I need to devote this amount of time. In order for me to make money, I need to do these practices. Someone is not going to be standing over you saying, hey, get this done, or telling you this is what you need to do. You need to follow this, that, and the third. You may have to make your own lanes, make your own procedures, make your own steps. So if you are not the type of person that can create your own lane, then working from home is going to be extremely difficult for you. Um, and you may find it easier for you to get directions from someone else. And that's okay. Everyone is different. Everyone has different um, levels of tolerance that they have. People have different levels of skill sets. Um, so we all, everyone plays a role in this world in different ways. So it may be better for you to maybe go to a nine-to-five if that's your, your mentality, your skill set. You know what, I cannot help but always want to laugh, especially when you just said that, because I'm pretty sure I've said this before on one of our calls. I, I joined network marketing actually 16 years ago now, but um, when I first joined, I was doing real well, because the thing about network marketing is, is it's designed to be a part, part-time business, putting in about 10, 15 hours a week. In addition to whatever else you're doing, so you can stay motivated that one day you're going to leave your job. 
Well, you know how sometimes people get the big head, you make a little bit of money. And then I went to my job one day and I quit. I said, I quit. And then I said, I have my own, I have my own business. <laughs> and it's good when you can laugh at your own self. So I think I might have quit. My last day was Friday. So on Monday of the next week, it was my first week of being a full-time business owner. And for the whole week, I slept till 12 o'clock, got up, watched Fred Sanford and some other shows, hung out, went to the grocery store, just kind of hung out. And I went to my meetings, I think like Tuesday and Thursday. And after about two weeks, I realized I was enjoying hanging out, doing nothing, and I didn't make not one dime. <laughs> so I can relate to exactly what you're talking about because what I didn't have was a work ethic. I did. I, I had no business working from home. <laughs> so um, I don't know where you were and why you didn't warn me. <laughs> but you, but you are exactly right, and that's the thing. Sometimes people just cannot have their own business, or you can't work from home because you're not getting anything done. So that that really makes sense. So let me ask you a question. With Building Rome, I know you do a lot of things in this business to help people. What are some of the different services? If I'm looking to, per se, um, hey, I want to hire your company, what are some of the services that your company actually offers? So we order, we offer a number of services such as website design, email marketing, social media marketing, um, written content, um, graphic design, um, <laughs> promotional marketing. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of different services that we offer. Okay. So so what is the potential? Okay. So what is your potential type of – does a regular person say, hey, I want to hire you for your services? Are you, do you cater mostly to business owners? What is your niche client? So it's a, a mixture. So I have two separate platforms, um, but they're pretty much for the same company. Um, so I have okay. Building Rome where we directly – deal with businesses, and then I have my virtual hustlers. And the virtual hustlers are those um, people that would work for the business owners. Really? Oh, wait a minute. So you actually have you actually have an employment opportunity as well for people to find jobs exactly. and gigs. Exactly. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Okay, that sounds awesome. I just have a couple more questions, and then we do have a few people on the line. Um, see if anyone wants to ask you some questions, and, of course, we're going to share some tips and information before we log out tonight. But that's really incredible. So with Building Rome, and you actually have the opportunity for people to hire your company to provide certain services, as well as virtual hustlers, other people that may be looking for virtual opportunities can contact you, and you may know of some gigs that they could actually benefit from. Incredible. All right. That sounds good. All right. So how do you lead, train, and develop your team? We know that when we work with people, we work with all types of people. Sometimes you get along, sometimes you don't. So what is your strategy, your process, when you're building and developing and working with a team? First, I identify exactly what their skill set is. Um, so obviously I don't want to match someone up that um, is a writer with someone that's a graphic designer because it's not going to work um, because they're not going to be able to obviously do the work at least at a, a sufficient level. Um, so that's important. Um, 
me knowing exactly what their level is, it, it pretty much let me know the expectation that I should expect from that person. Um, I try not to, being that a lot of stuff right now is virtual, because I, I have um, managed a team um, at a brick-and-mortar location as well. Um, but right now, I'm mainly focused on just a virtual space. Um, so at the moment, I don't really have to deal with too many different personalities. Um, but when I did, I just basically kept it professional. Um, I try to be sympathetic to people, try to treat them as nice as I want someone to treat me and be understanding um, that, you know, sometimes people may take a little bit longer to comprehend certain things or and may have a learning curve. Um, so I try to be mindful of that as well. Um, so I think I pretty much, I, I tend to really try to understand the person um, had me understand exactly what to expect from them. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Okay. Now that makes sense. And that really, really sounds good. And definitely it's a great opportunity to be able to help so many different people um, through the virtual hustlers, especially right now with so many people needing to work from home and have flexibility and so on and so forth. I think that's definitely a great opportunity. So hopefully people will understand and know, Hey, Contact Building Rome for some work from home possibilities. So that sounds really, really good. Talk to talk to us about the future. What are some of your entrepreneur goals for the future in reference to your company? Um, any new companies that you're going to start? Just in just in general, what are some of your um, future goals? Um, I definitely want to grow my brand. Um, I want to do more on um, a, I, I guess creating more things, so I definitely want to get more content out there in terms of um, courses and um, e-books and um, just making it my website um, just to provide as many resources for people um, that are looking for them and looking for the information. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that definitely sounds awesome, and I know you're going to definitely do it. I look forward to definitely hearing about that. All right, hold on one second. All right, lastly, I want to ask you this, and I'm going to go out to the other ladies and callers and see who has questions. To aspiring female bosses, Ms. Corinne, what tips yeah. would you give? I will just say just to stay focused. Um, don't let anyone deter you from what your goal is. Um, so if you want to invent something that's new and no one else heard of, um, and if everyone thinks you're crazy, I wouldn't let that deter, deter you. Um, I would just, like, really research whatever it is that you're trying to do and just be confident in whatever it is that you plan on doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, there you guys have it. That is Miss Corinne with Building Room. And just hearing about your journey and being a woman in business, since 2013 is definitely amazing. And I'm going to definitely go out now to anyone that's on the call. We definitely believe in women, supporting women and encouraging women. So um, those that's on the line, I'd love for you to ask Ms. Corinne one to two questions, no more than two, um, in reference to maybe anything that she said you want her to elaborate on or anything you may want advice or tips on or just anything in general about entrepreneurship. All right? The call is open to whoever wants to go first. 
All right, all right, all right. Sometimes I know people get a little shy about going first, so let me just go through. 707, are you there? Okay, 707, are you there? Okay, 209, how about you? Any questions for Ms. Corinne? 415. Well, I hope I don't have everyone muted. But one one thing I wanted to share while people are probably getting off of mute is something I came across. Well, two things, actually. Let me see if I can find them. One was tips on, let's see, tips on becoming a successful female entrepreneur. And um, a couple things. Tip says, number one, know where to focus energy and time. Now, Corinne, I know you can agree with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you have you ever struggled with that, like focusing time, like getting your time and your schedule together? Of course, yeah. Especially when I am working on more than one project. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it definitely uh, does take a lot of prioritizing at times, or even um, having an extra hand to help you. Sometimes you may need that in order for you to meet all your deadlines. Teamwork definitely makes a dream work. That's right. Okay, the yeah. next one is, let's see if you can relate to this one. Learn how to hold yourself accountable. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you work for yourself, you can't really blame anyone else. You can't say, well, Bob and accounting. Like, no, that was you. <laughs> that was all you. Exactly. I wish I knew about one and two when I quit my job the first time because I tell you, I had a hard time. All right, number three, because we got 15 tips here. Never fear asking for help. Yes. Definitely. So can you think um, about a time you like, asked for help? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there was one time when I had no Internet access. I really didn't want to, like, decline a job, and I didn't have, like, anyone really that I could call. So I called my brother, and I was like, can you do this for me? I'll pay you. Um, so we both need money. <laughs> so it, it. it works out. Okay, okay. Number four, don't be afraid to fail. Yes, because, you know, when you first come up with an idea, it may not be a winner, um, and you may mm-hmm. not have the logistics worked out. So in order for you to know if the logistics are really worked out, sometimes you have to, you know, test the waters and put it out there. Absolutely, absolutely. I I totally agree. Number five, always be committed. Yes, because if you give up, there's no one going to be there to to pick up. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you're you sharing what you've done and your commitment level because you've been doing it since 2013. I heard this saying before, um, Corinne, show me a person who's never failed, and I'll show you a person who's never tried. And sometimes we right. have to just fell our way to success. Absolutely. All right, all right. All right, so no, and number five is always be committed. All right, six, you have to believe in yourself before anyone else will. Yes, especially if it's something new that, you know, not too many people are familiar with. Um, everyone's going to say, well, I've never heard of that. That's probably not going to work. Or, you know what I mean? Or they're like, oh, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. And they just shrug you off knowing, you know, like, oh, she's crazy. 
But yes, you don't Absolutely. believe in it, no one else is going to. And that's so crucial to me as well because you have to be the first person to convince yourself. So absolutely, you have to believe in yourself before anyone else will. And what I want to add to that is, even if nobody else will, if you want it and you believe in it, that's all that matters. Do what you got to do. Number seven, know your target audience. Yeah, because if your target audience is 55-year-old, females and you're marketing to a male that's in their 20s is going to be so way off things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number eight, never stop learning. Yeah. And I'm big on that. Definitely. Because things in every industry is constantly changing. There's always a new procedure. There's always a new technique. There's always a new product. So, yeah, definitely you should always be educating yourself in whatever industry you decide to go into because your competitors are doing the same thing. And you know what? I'm a living example of what you just said because you've been – I've learned so much in the last few weeks of meeting you. It's crazy. I'm on, like, mental (laughs) overload. Like, what? But it's all good because I'm going to always soak up information and I'm going to study it. Like, you're like, okay, I can explain it. I'm like, listen, I'm going to study it. Like, I don't have a problem answering questions, but I'm not lazy. My mind is ready. I'm going to go and learn it because I love to learn. So absolutely. Number nine, empower those around you. Yes. I mean, I like to keep a, a circle that's just as smart as me. So I'm definitely always right. like trying to encourage my friends, um, trying to like, if they say that they're interested in something, I'm like, Hey, did you know, did you hear about this? Or, you know, I'm always trying to empower those around me. Good. And guess what? You're going to get it back. You're going to get the law of reciprocity. You're going to get it back. Absolutely. Number 10, don't forget to develop brand you. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because you definitely want to set a clear image of whoever you're going to be. So if you're going to be the savvy girl that knows everything about a technology, then you really should be that savvy girl that knows everything about technology. That's what you're you're screaming because people will definitely challenge you and and try to knock you off your square on what you know. So once you have your core on who you really are, then no one can knock you from that. Mm. And that's so key. And you know, it's it's so ironic. And we got about ten minutes to wrap it up, but it's so ironic because. Whatever we do, we have to we have to be the master in that industry. Like you are yeah. a virtual assistant, your online business manager, your business owner. So I'm gonna come to you and ask you about all these things, and I'm like, wait a minute, you don't know? What you mean you don't know? So absolutely, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna own the industry, you better know everything about it. You, we better know everything okay. about it. So absolutely, number eleven, develop thick skin but stay approachable. Yes, because there will be people that will challenge you, <laughs> challenge you every day, um, especially if you're in a virtual space. So let's say if you're on YouTube and you want to put your face out there, you you better have thick skin because, you know, there's people that are ready to, to rip you apart. But as, like I said, as long as you know who you are, then whatever they can say, unless you're going to use it as productive criticism, you just got to let it go. Absolutely. And, you know, that that was something I really struggled with early on in business because I had tough skin, kind of, sort of. 
However, those no's hurt. <laughs> when people didn't yeah. want to do business or I was selling something they didn't want to purchase, it hurt me. I thought it was personally against me, but it had nothing to do with me. I had to learn to separate it, but I'm but absolutely. And guess what? When you don't have tough skin, you won't be in the game long. You won't yeah. because you're going to be too hurt, too sad, too depressed. You're going to be done jump. I'm out. <laughs> so definitely have that tough skin. And I got to read this really quickly because this is very important in business because a lot of people struggle and they don't have tough skin. What it says here is, one of the hardest parts of being a successful woman in any profession is that women live in a world that doesn't appreciate successful women. Driven and successful women are often looked down upon and their success minimized in a world that holds very few seats for women at the table of importance. It is important to take a seat, pull up a chair anyhow. Thick skin is one of the hardest and yet most valuable things a woman in any profession can learn, but staying approachable is just as important. That's number 11. Number 12, learn from mistakes. Yes. Um, you definitely don't want to keep continuing making the same mistakes, definitely not in business, because it's going to cost you money. Um, it's going to cost you time. And you could have been using your time so much more productive and making money. Um, so if you're still doing the same mistake over and over and over again, you're wasting basically valuable time and money. Absolutely, absolutely. And and learning from mistakes is so crucial because the first thing we have to realize is we're going to make mistakes. We right. are going to make them, and we have to learn from them. Mistakes are a natural part of professional development. Number 13, but learn to take responsibility too. Yes, um, because at the end of the day, who are you blaming? You can't really blame anyone else except for your own failures. So once you take accountability of where you did wrong and where your mistakes was, then you can improve and you can be that much better once you realize that, okay, I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. This is a learning curve and just improve from it. Absolutely. And the thing it says here also, mistakes come with a price to pay, whether it's life-changing or, or minuscule. However, by accepting responsibility, we can keep ourselves grounded and committed to growing and developing. We got to own it, point blank, right. period. We have to own it. Number 14, we got 15, we got two more to go. Number 14, learn to say no. Yeah, and that's something that I had to learn to do <laughs> because, you know, you keep saying yes, 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 and you'll find yourself not having time to do something. Or you'll say yes to something that is completely a waste of time. So if you say, yes, I'll do this job for $20, and you know that you could have maybe prioritized to something else that would have made you $100. Um, so if you don't prioritize and learn how to say no to, to things sometimes, like in the in the beginning, you might want to say yes to everything, um, and you may have to at a certain point say yes to a lot of things that you would regularly say no to just to get started. But as you grow, you'll realize that you can't say yes to everything. Absolutely. And what it also says here is learning how to say no is extremely important. As a woman entrepreneur, not too bad decisions, not too bad offers, not too restrictions, even the hard task of saying no of seeming rude. 
Women can't do everything and have a chance to grow and develop their businesses. Learning to say no allows us to become comfortable with discomfort and how we can learn to tolerate that pain rather than feel the need to eliminate it. So it's very, very important to learn to say no. Now, the, for 15, it actually has a two-part, so I need to read this part, and I know, well, I, well, I guess I, we want to see what you have to say about it. It says, in a post, Sandberg shared on Facebook after her beloved husband had passed away. She shared the following. I was talking to one of those friends about a father-child activity that Dave is not here to do. We came up with a plan to fill in for Dave. I cried to him, but I want but I want Dave. I want option A. He put his arm around me and said, "Option A is not available. So let's just kick the shit out of option B." <laughs> in business life, in it says in business, in life, and in everything, the opportunities and options that we have may not always be the ones we want. We may hope or wish things were different, but whatever cards you are dealt with, it is important to kick the shit out of them. So can you relate to that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would love to kick something right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so not every option is going to be the best option. So, yeah, some, sometimes, like, even if you want option A and it may just be something you might have to show, or it may be actually it may not even be the best option just because you want it to be um, what you select. So you have to sometimes go with what's in front of you, um, and if you don't like what's in front of you, then you need to make um, whatever alternative possible. Um, but yeah, it's, you're not always going to get what you want in the you know in anything. So. Sometimes you may have to compromise until you can get what you want. Absolutely. And flexibility is extremely important. So, Corinne, thank you so much for sharing all the information. And I know we had some people chime in after the fact, and I'm going to make sure that everyone can get this link. Um, It'll be on our fan page, Real Girlfriends Across America on Facebook. And tonight we're talking about women in business, female entrepreneurship, and our amazing, wonderful, and beautiful guest for tonight is Miss Corinne, all the way out of the state of Philadelphia, talking about being in business since 2013 and how she's been helping and empowering women across the globe with opportunities to brand their business as well as make some extra income. And Miss Corinne, as we close out tonight, we only have about one minute left. Is there anything else you'd like to share? We have some new people that join the line. Any encouragement to women in business? Any encouragement to future people? Anything that you want to share that we didn't touch on um, in the last um, minute of our call? I would just say if you really want it, just just, uh, just go after it if you really want it. Absolutely. Just like Nike says, just do it. And just keep in mind, everyone, You know, as we said, as the call started, when the pandemic hit, over 22 million people filed for unemployment. This is the new normal for now. And people have to find new ways 
to make income. So whether you start a business or whether you work from home, you want to find some opportunity to make sure your family is taken care of. This is Tawanda with Real Girlfriends Across America. This is our nightly call. We're here each and every night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time, and 8.30 p.m. Central Time. We have hot topics each and every night. Tomorrow, once again, we're talking about female bosses, entrepreneurship, because our goal is to help you feed your mind, your body, your soul, and your bank account. Thank you, ladies. Have a wonderful night. Stay safe. And remember, together we can. Good night, everybody. Good night.